Well, hello, EKN Nation. Here we are for another edition of the EKN Outlap. It is our preview podcast that we launched last year at the Supercarts USA uh, Super Nationals. This is now uh, episode number 12. It is September the 29th, and the event we'll be talking about and previewing here today, the 2020 Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals 4. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. And again, this podcast designed to preview an upcoming event. We'll go through some of the teams. We'll go class by class. We'll give you a look at the drivers getting set to go for the event coming up. And of course, that all tied and linked together with an EKN trackside live coverage program. Of course, David Cole will be there racing himself at Newcastle Motorsports Park this weekend. We'll have the live stream rolling though throughout the weekend. Dave McIntyre and Randy Kugler on the call. This edition of the EKN Outlap, episode 12, brought to you by Briggs Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other edgy manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the track like the Briggs 206. The out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history of behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing what powers you. All right, David Cole, you are uh, just a couple of days away from getting uh, in the car and heading to Newcastle Motorsports Park, October 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, the fourth running of the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals, Newcastle Motorsports Park, tremendous facility uh, just east of Indianapolis. This is the largest Briggs and Stratton only event, four cycle event in North America and the world as well. You're getting ready to go racing. And uh, I'll tell you, I wish I was there with you because Record numbers, we'll get into that later, but record numbers as this event continues to grow and gain roots in North American karting. This is it. This is the big one. This is the one that uh, thankfully we are able to have, uh, obviously, because in March and April, it was, you know, everything was uncertain at that point. But this is the big one. This is the fourth edition of what is essentially the Briggs and Stratton runoff. uh, If you look at an SCCA terms, because uh, it's a gathering of, club, regional, and national drivers all coming into one event to race to be the champion in their specific categories. Seven of them coming uh, up this weekend uh, at the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals 4. Very excited to to get back there and and experience, as we said last last year when we made our first visit to the event, uh, just that feeling of of being at something big you know it, it reminds you reminded you of the the first super nationals that you went to and and of course same me as well i my first super nationals was back in um 2004 uh you know the first rock island you go to you know, always that those those first bit events that you know are it's just you know something it's is happening it's a happening it's a, it's yeah. an event it's That's more it much is. more than a race well, and for me, for me, when I when I use the reference of the Supercarts USA Super Nationals, I've been involved, thankfully, for for all twenty three editions of the event thus far, uh, and it, it was I, I felt like I did the first like into two thousand like ninety nine two thousand right. The first race was ninety seven, then ninety eight, but then ninety nine. People started like you had that feel, man. This is real. We're on to something big here. This is you know this is good. This is a front edge of what's happening in the sport. Shifter kart racing was getting some big big uh, momentum at that time. And then when I was there last year, I felt that I think there was a feel, and everybody realized, hey, this race is going to keep getting bigger and bigger. We're, you know, this is an event that's going to that I think people have wanted for a long time, and it just kind of everybody came together, and there was this one race. You know, they have a regional program, but Cup Carts North America said, hey, this is what we're going to do. 
It's going to be a big race. And I think that was kind of the feeling. Now, here's this would be interesting, Dave. With no Super Nationals this year for Scusa, I, I'd love to find out exactly how many individual racers were at the Battle of the Brickyard and how many individual racers are going to be at the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals because one of those two races will be the single biggest cart race in North America in 2020. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah I, it certainly has the bid. Um, I mean, you could say Daytona if you count all three events going on at the same time. Yeah, true. Yep. So, you know, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway when they had, you know, the events going on at the same time. So um, I think when you look at as, as far as one racetrack, one event, yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. that uh, that certainly has the the merit, and um, you know I'm trying to, I'm trying to look back here at the at the USAC numbers here just a second. Uh, you know, 435 entries uh, this year at That's the uh, Battle yeah. of the Brickyard. So, but like you said, you know, multiple entries for drivers. I raced two times. You raced uh, two times as well. So, yeah. uh, so I would, yeah. Yeah, you know, I would say you know on average anywhere between 150 to 200 racers at that event as well. And as we talked to Greg Jasperson at the at the face to face, you know, going through the numbers before everything became final, he was he was estimating over 200 actual drivers at the at the facility because again, the only drivers that are able to do both are senior and masters, so junior sportsman, cadet, or or kid cart. They're all in the one single class. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's again, one of the biggest events, which is super cool. Uh, back at the same track layout as last year, nine-tenths of a mile. It's, uh, it's officially track 43 uh, at uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park, running in the counterclockwise direction. Same layout, as I said. Uh, it's essentially the, the national track uh, that we use, but we don't go all the way down to I-70, the hairpin. Instead, uh, we take the Mons of the right-hand turn midway through the, the scoreboard corner down to the hairpin, the right hand, then the left hand through the Monza, and then that cool right-left chicane that then leads down into the dip and back onto the straightaway. I like the track layout a lot. I really enjoyed driving it last year. It just takes away those big, long straightaways, David, but you don't need that many big, long straightaways in the 206 class anyways. No, you don't. Um, it, Yeah, because I like I was kind of talking with somebody about it earlier this week, it, it's – it's more of a racecraft track rather than just hunkering down and into a draft. And, and especially if we were going to, to go down to the I 70 corners, I mean, it would, that's a, that's a big draft for the, uh, for the Briggs and Stratton power. I mean, even coming through the cutoff, I mean, it, you get a pretty good, I, you know, probably what, maybe five to eight seconds down that straightaway going into what is now turn one. Um, you know, you get a pretty good break. Uh, and, and a pretty good draft going down that straightaway still. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it takes away that that uh, draft mentality, but it's still going to be pack racing because as we saw last year, we saw a lot of large packs racing up front and racing through mid-pack and then racing in the back as well. So there's still going to be a lot of pack racing, um, but it's just going to be racecraft that's really going to you know shake and bake those those packs up, you know, whether it, you know they stay together or they break apart. Uh, Dave, give us a, an overview. Obviously, you'll be there trackside uh, throughout the weekend racing and handling the coverage as well. What's, uh, what's the event schedule looking like for, for uh, Grand Nationals 4? Well, a little different from last year. Last year, we used strictly practice day on Friday. Uh, this year, with the, you know, the possible expansion you know, of, of the fields, they, they move qualifying now to the end of the day on Friday. So a little bit different from last year. 
So Friday is going to be a pretty crucial day for, for the majority of the racers. But they did add a late arrival qualifying session on Saturday. So those who aren't able to show up Friday, because again, you're still focused on grassroots racers. Some racers not able to attend Friday practice because again, it's not official. It's optional. But uh, but they did move qualifying to the end of the day. So um, so they did a, a provide a late arrival qualifying session early Saturday morning uh, with a little bit of a penalty dependent on weather and and how uh, the, the the session goes. I'm not quite sure what the what the measurements that they have in place yet for that session. But obviously, we'll we'll learn more as we as we uh, get to Saturday morning. But following that will be three rounds of heat races. So that continues again. We're still waiting to see exactly the detailed schedule. Last year, we had the CIK medium category, which was over 70 drivers, get split up into the A, B, C, D heat heat groups. And so we saw flight uh, heat flights uh, implemented for that category. We're not quite sure yet what they're going to do with other categories. So we're still kind of waiting to see what happens with that. Also, they've talked about possibly adding an LCQ. So we're waiting to see if they do indeed add LCQs to any of the categories. You know, you, you got to look at the ones and we'll get into that after this break, uh, more about the, probably the ones that are over 40 would be the ones that they look at for adding an LCQ or yeah. they simply just say, you know what, we're under 50, you know, again, you know, that's the great thing about this racetrack nearly a mile long. Uh, you can put a lot of race carts on it. We had 70 to 71 in the CIK medium class last year. So uh, all at one time. So it's, again, uh, still waiting on confirmation. We're probably going to either get that later tonight or probably tomorrow during the day sometime. But essentially, Sunday is going to be all about the main events and uh, all seven main events held uh, on Sunday. As David alluded to, after this quick break, we'll go into the the numbers, actually have a look at the uh, uh, each category, how many drivers we have in each one, what kind of growth we had from last year. Uh, so stay with us, folks. More to come. Episode 12 of the EKN Outlap as we give you a preview of this coming weekend's Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. Experience and passion. That's what led to the launch of AMAX Racing. Owner Charles Maxwell began AMAX Racing in 2015, expanding the operation in 2019 with a focus on driver development for drivers of all age groups and backgrounds. From top-level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals, AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. You can join the AMAX Racing family at the WK Manufacturers Cup Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, and local events around the Indianapolis area. The operation is also set to compete at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals later this season. For more information, contact them at 317-437-5886 or find them on Facebook. AMAX Racing, all of your karting needs under 110. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. 
PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Welcome back to episode 12 of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast of the 2020 Cup Carts North America's uh, North America Grand Nationals 4. Uh, my name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. I'll actually be in Houston at the uh, Supernet Shootout at Alan Rudolph's Speed Sports Racing Park this weekend. Not going to be able to be at, uh, at Newcastle, which is sad. I was hoping to go racing once again. David and I were going to uh, battle it out once again uh, at the, the Grand Nationals, but David will be there. Uh, Dave, big numbers uh, in talking and seeing what's coming from Greg Jasperson. Why don't you give us a little look at, at the numbers we expect to see here this weekend? Well, as we talked about in, before the break, 71 was the number set last year in the CIK medium category. That's been beat by two drivers, two <laughs> entries. So we are now at 73. Now, this these numbers are all as of today at 9 a.m. Uh, they are still taking up walk-up entries uh, they begin, I believe, Thursday when they when they arrive and start moving people in. So, you know, again, we're at the 296 total. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, which is 15 more than last year, with 73 now as the record total for CIK medium. So again, we could we could we could surpass that 73 mark. We could surpass the 296 mark, which, you know, again, we talked about it last year. We we saw this event as a possibility of going over that 300. You I think put out 350, 350 and, yeah. and you got to think of with all these numbers coming from USA drivers only, That's it, it. It, you know, next year, no Canadians at all, no Canadians right. at all this year. So next year, yep. it certainly has that ability to get to that 350 mark, but, uh, but 73 now the, uh, the total going into the weekend for CIK medium. Yeah, uh, if you just look at the classes, Dave kid cart down, what? A couple uh, down six. They were at 14 last year, eight this year. We always see that in the classes because a number of these kid carters are probably jumping into the sportsman class. There's now uh, 45 in sportsman, 41 last year. So a really good, strong class for sportsmen as well. Well, really what what the difference is, is the addition of that CIK light category. Now we have three different senior rate, uh, senior categories, a light, a medium, and a heavy. They implemented the heavy category last year. It was at 41 uh, drivers last year, it's right now at 37, but the CIK light category new for 2020, it's at 46 drivers. You take the, uh, the two categories they did remove, which was the open senior medium and the open senior heavy from last year, you remove those entries, you add these entries. That's where you kind of get your difference of the, uh, the 15 drivers more this year, because essentially that's, you know, the CIK light is about 15 more than what those two categories combined of last year. So, uh, yeah, like you said, the numbers are pretty static across the board. Uh, you get, you get a little bit of transfer. Some sportsman drivers up to junior, some junior yeah. drivers into senior, That's uh, but not too much of that. But you know, the, like, as you said, the strong part is you have almost a hundred drivers under the age of 14. 
Yeah, it's uh, again that, and that's that's the youth of the sport. That's going to keep growing, and those drivers are going to just going every year, another year older, moving up in categories. Uh, and we also love, of course, like to see the addition uh, of uh, masters on this on this dock. And I think masters will keep growing as well. More drivers kind of coming into this program and looking at looking at, at Briggs two hundred six racing to have some fun. I know we had a lot of first time races at the Battle of the Brickyard. Uh, coming in back or back into the 206 program from maybe two cycle or whatever else they ran. I think, uh, I think you'll see more growth when we look at 2021. Uh, it is time to get into class by class breakdowns after this a little break in the action. CIK medium and CIK light. David's uh, gone through and, and picked out some of the names. We'll have a look at those momentarily. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN radio network. You want the best, you just gotta roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. We also manufacture and sell the largest and always growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Rick Cart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperSands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperSands.com. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We ship daily to ensure that you get your order as quickly as possible and we are constantly adding new products to our online store. We specialize in IME engines, tillet seats, ceramic product line, OTK products, Briggs and Stratton engines, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fit your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to Innovative Engine Works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 12 of our EKN Outlap, as we're giving you the preview of this coming weekend, CKNA Grand Nationals. Uh, David, let's jump quickly and get started with CIK Medium. Again, the big one, the big show, 73 drivers entered into this category. And much like we seen in, see in a number of the uh, divisions uh, that are that'll be taking place, uh, of the seven divisions taking place this weekend, uh, not too many of the defending winners coming back to uh, to defend their crown. Obviously, in this category, and and as well as CIK Heavy, which we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, it's because they can't get across the border. Uh, yeah. Two victories were were taken by Canadian drivers last year, including this big one taken by Jordan Pryor. Uh, Jordan Pryor was able to score the victory last year in a dramatic last lap. Um, 
fi- final circuit, dramatic uh, final corners to uh, to seal the deal uh, for Pryor and the. Uh, I believe he was with uh, the Wiccans crew. Uh, yeah, with, prime power uh, team. Prime power yeah. team. And, uh, and again, four of the top 10 last year were Canadians. So all those four drivers not returning this year. Uh, but we do have one, two, three, four drivers from the rest of the top 10 returning, including uh, David Vasquez from California, Jordan Burnlor, a former Rock Island Grand Prix winner and longtime Cup Carts North America driver. Garrett Adams, the uh, Newcastle Legend, I guess you could say that now that he's been there <laughs> as long as the track's been. Uh, he, he was a top 10 competitor along with uh, East, Ethan Dietrich uh, finishing 10th. So all all five, one, two, three, four, all four of those drivers uh, returning for 2020. So uh, they look to better their positions, obviously, Vasquez being the runner up last year. So uh, another name, though, that is missing that uh, was among the contenders, uh, Gary Lawson. I talked to him a little bit today. Um, it's, as of right now, not racing. Uh, but that thing, things may change over the next couple of days. So he could be he could be a possible walk up entry in the CIK medium or CIK heavy or even CIK Masters, which we'll talk about later. So uh, be on the lookout. Uh, if you see Gary wearing a suit, he's uh, he, he, he will be racing. I love it. You know, looking uh, at, at the list, Dave, you sent me over the uh, the entries, and uh, the, the national names on here I think are awesome. You know, you got, you got Jacob Donald, you got Race Liberante, of course, who's been a Scusa uh, uh, Pro Tour champion, champion Ashley yeah. Yeah, champion, Ashley Rohero, multi-time uh, race winner and, and, a, and a champion in, in the categories, Hayden Jones. And then you got some young kid named Eric Jones. I, I don't. I've never heard of this guy before. What? <laughs> what do you know about Eric Jones? I think he's straight out of cadet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a primary cadet test driver in the country right now. He, um, he's probably one of the top cadet test drivers that we do have in the country because he can still fit in a damn cadet cart. <laughs> I I love seeing Jones on here, man. That guy did a lot of force like a racing when he was younger back in the day on the Emic. And uh, no, I think this would be, this would be really cool to see, uh, to well, see Eric out there running. And he's also the inaugural Brickyard winner, uh, won yeah. both categories at the inaugural Brickyard. So this is not something new for Jones. He won the U S Rotax grand nationals masters category at Newcastle motorsports park. Uh, I believe he beat a few of friends of ours, you know, such as Andy Saisman. And yep. I don't know if Mark Miller was racing masters then, or was maybe DD two, but a, a number of uh, legendary names back 10 years ago that think about it 10 years ago, he was racing masters. I know. right? So, so he's gotta be, you know, 40, I would assume uh, 41 close to my age, maybe even 42. I'm not quite sure, but, uh, but Jones is coming back uh, strapping on the helmet to, uh, to race. So it's going to be good to see, how him and Donald do Donald, another driver who's had a lot of success at Newcastle um, in, in tag competition. And obviously, you know, through the WK ranks in the junior and cadet division as well, but it'll be cool to see race Liberante and Ashley Rogero and uh, uh, senior rookie Hayden Jones in four strokes. Hold on. You know, we're, I was going to say, I love the fact that race Liberante goes from driving a shifter at the Scusa race this past weekend down in Sebring. He was in an F four car. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> this weekend he's going to be in a two Oh six. 
race loves to race. And I think that's awesome. That, well, yeah, he, well, he'll race right. dirt cars. He'll race anything mm-hmm. you put him in and he'll race yep. it. And that's, that's, that's the type of uh, personalities awesome. we love and, and, yeah. and like to see. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, because again, four cycle racers are a little bit more patient Two cycle racers, maybe not so much. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll see. And especially shifter drivers, you know, those, those guys, uh, they love their four wheel brakes. There's no four wheel brakes and brakes. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how this all shakes out. Uh, but again, a number of top four cycle drivers that will be uh, in the field as well. David, you got some former uh, Grand Nationals winners as well. Justin Wishard, Colin Warren and Alexander Searle. Those three drivers, obviously a threat to win any race uh, that they that they put themselves on the grid. Right. Like in a second. Other standouts, yeah. Corey, Corey Tolles, Evan Stommer. What do you think about the other the guys before? Zach Skolnick, Riley yep. Scott of Rock Island Grand Prix winner, uh, our Brickyard double winner, Elmer Eds- Edmondson, uh, won yep. both the uh, the 206 categories at the Battle of the Brickyard. And then also we have the Cup Carts North America Champions Cup champion, Mick Gabriel, who won both medium and light championships this year. So he'll be in the field. So, I mean... When you look at seventy, when you look at seventy-three drivers, I mean, we could probably name off twenty-five to thirty drivers who have an opportunity to win. You talk, you put a couple of locals down here as well: Matthew Mockaby, uh, Adam Maxwell from Amax Racing. This guy's on a tear right now, winning a ton of stuff uh, everywhere he goes. Route sixty-six, Battle of the Brickyard. He's been winning tons of stuff with Amax. That's Adam Maxwell, David Kalb Jr. as well, local driver. And I kind of scroll through the list here, and I'm thinking, like, let's look at some of the guys maybe we didn't talk about yet who we know are, are, you know, veteran drivers. You get a kid like Hunter Fox from Florida, right? Hunter could easily step up and be top 10 or battle for the race win. Multi-time WKA Gold Cup champion, Sean Meyer as well from Jacksonville. Can't, like we didn't even mention him, right? There's a possibility that he steps up. Jed Perkins, uh, second generation driver out of St. Petersburg. He won the Scusa uh, Margay Ignite class at the Winter Series. Uh, Rob, top Rob. Bad, badass guys. Rob, it's going to be cold. We can't talk about Florida drivers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just right. kidding. No, I'm just kidding. It's, so well, that, it hold on. That's football. So you're saying like the guys down, guys down in Miami <laughs> – <laughs> can't play can't play in Chicago. Is that what you're well, saying right now? Neither, neither can Tampa Bay or Jacksonville, right? <laughs> no, but we didn't talk about the weather uh in the That's early part. And, and it is gonna be a little bit chilly. You know, it's not it's not gonna be uh warm and and sunny like uh we've 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 seen last weekend, at least it was here last weekend. Uh it's gonna be in the sixties, maybe even fifties, and possible rain on Sunday. So that uh, does that does play you got you're right. No, you're right. That's definitely gonna play uh play a factor. That's for sure. I, I don't mind the cold. You know, I can I can drive without feeling my hands. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, right? No kidding. Uh, that'll be it. Again, this as, as I scroll through that the list, it's just absolutely stacked. It's just uh, again it, the one of the things that, about a level of competition like this, David. You know this. You have to get there. You have to roll off the trail. You have to be quick from the get go. You're going to find speed because there's going to be multi time champions in twenty third and twenty fourth. Right in qualifying, that's what's good. That's why there's there's so many good drivers here. Uh, if you're off just a little bit, you're going to find yourself further back. That's that's there's going to be some really good guys mid pack. That, that that's that's going to be the number one challenge for sure. I mean, uh, we looking at qualifying. It was one second put you down to 39th. Yeah, there so it is. 30, 38 drivers within one second in qualifying last year. So again, you put the top top at least the top well. Looks like we had some outliers, but you put the top 10 within a half a second. 
So then you put the other 29 drivers within another half second. It's, yeah, that's it. it's yeah. just, uh, you know, certainly gains, you know, a 10th or two is certainly going to put you up a number of positions in qualifying. Let's jump into the CIK light class. And really, it's almost all exactly the same names as CIK medium. David talked uh, with the light, the medium, and the heavy, as people know in the sport, a lot of people will run their their best class and then either one up or one below. So if you're light enough to run light, you put some weight on to run medium. If you're a medium guy, you pick which way you can go. And if you're a heavy guy, you you probably have just maybe you're right on medium and then you wait your way up to way up to heavy if you want to run two classes. So David, in looking at the notes, 46 entries in CIK light. But essentially, everybody we talked about already, uh, the, all the guy, all the guys running light are guys we've already talked about in CIK medium. A good, a good majority, as you said, you have that opportunity to either go up or go down. Uh, so there's a number of drivers that are going down. You know, Eric Jones, we talk about him racing cadets, so he's going to obviously go down. To, I'd like to, to know. Hey, I'd like to know how much. I'd like to know how much weight Jones would have to put on his cart to run uh, masters. Oh, he's, well, it's, I mean, it's going to be a massive amount of weight just to make medium probably for him. I mean, he's going to have to have weight for CIK light probably. Uh, So, I mean, that's why he's the top cadet tester in the world right now. That's it. So pretty much the same names. Yeah, essentially the same names. David Vasquez, uh, Jordan Burnlord, guys who finished top 10 in medium last year. Uh, As we said, Eric Jones and Jacob Donnell, Race Liberante and Hayden Jones. So, So those are some of the national names that you know of. Uh, former uh, Cup Carts North America winners, Grand National winners, uh, Justin Wishard, Colin Warren, and Alex Surreal. Uh, Sta- Surreal. Uh, standouts, uh, Corey Toll is going to be there racing both. Uh, Evan Stammer racing both. Mick Gabriel, as we said, racing both. Um, Matthew Mockaby racing both. Another name, though, to watch, though, we're just running the CIK light category, uh, Scott Clayman. Got to give it up yeah. for a uh, Michigan driver, a long time. Uh, Briggs racer, four cycle racer. Uh, so he could be one to, uh, to watch. That's just racing the CIK light category. So, um, some drivers just doing one category and he's among them. So we'll see, uh, if we can get some more standouts that are only doing one category. Yeah. Again, you focus on the one class or do you run those two categories? We'll see, uh, uh how many drivers, uh, end up doing the double. Well, that'll be interesting to watch. And of course, uh, again, good seat time. Always good to have a little extra track time. As long as, as long as everything's dialed in. All right, folks, when we get back from this break, CIK Heavy and CIK Masters next here on the Outlap as we preview the upcoming Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals 4. Every winter, young drivers take the leap up to the next class. Whether it's micro to mini, mini to junior, or the big jump from junior into the senior ranks, it's tougher competition. If your son or daughter are moving up a class in 2020, Give them exactly what they need to be ready. Professional coaching from the most respected teacher in the sport. With over 30 years of karting experience, Alan Rudolph and his staff at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy specialize in training young racers and accelerating their skills so that they're ready for the next challenge. Don't just invest in equipment. Invest in your driver. Bring them to the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston and invest in their skill development. Get them ready to take on that next on-track challenge, better prepared than ever. Get ready for 2020 by calling the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy at 866-607-7223. Head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. 
shop. AKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 12 of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast where we uh, pre uh, preview an upcoming EKN Trackside Live event. Of course, uh, I will be down in Houston doing Trackside Live for the uh, Supernat Shootout. David will have the, uh, the Trackside Live component uh, from Newcastle with Randy Kugler and the voice of the CKNA, uh, Dave Mack, Dave McIntyre on the, on the microphones for that one. Uh, David, let's jump now into the CIK Heavy class. 37 drivers uh, wading up to heavy. And like you said, same for the, uh, the, the, the medium class, no returning defending winner. Uh, both Jordan Pryor and last year's CIK Heavy winner, Curtis Fox from Canada, not able to make the trek down. They, of course, are, are doing their, a lot of racing up here right now, but not able to get south. Four of the top 10 last year in the CIK Heavy category coming from Canada. So hopefully we'll see them again in 2021. And again, that's why we keep mentioning the Canadians not being here because, again, another four drivers in the top 10 last year in this category as well. So, again, Canadians, we even in Masters category last year, we had a number of them uh, towards the front. Obviously, uh, weather conditions kind of hampered some of that for some people. But, uh, but yeah, the CIK heavy category is going to have 37 drivers, so pretty, pretty same from last year. Um, only two drivers though, actually returning from the top 10, Ethan Dietrich, uh, finished six. He is the, uh, 2020 CKNA champions cup champion, uh, winning the, uh, the, the championship series this year. And then, uh, another driver we talked about in the medium category, Elmer Edmondson, uh, who was the brickyard battle at the brickyard double winner in two Oh six categories. So, so he should, he's going for a double uh, in the both medium and heavy categories, along with Dietrich trying to, uh, to double up in both categories as well. Yeah. As we said, drivers running, a lot of drivers running light and medium, a lot of drivers running medium and masters. Some of the standouts to watch in this, in this uh, rather medium and heavy, uh, some of the standouts to watch in the CIK heavy class, Eric Fagan being one Connor Lund, again, a multi-time race winner at rock Island, uh, Eric Fagan, I, I believe was the Briggs and Stratton weekly racing series champion for a couple two years in a row. Was he not David? Uh, I know he was a champion. I'm not sure on the two years in a row, but yeah, yes, at least he once, is. He sure. was yeah. at least once. Uh, I want to say it was 2018, but yeah, uh, yeah he is uh, among the uh, top competitors uh, when it comes to Briggs racing. Was Heck I yeah. believe on the podium behind um, Elmer in, at the Battle of the Brickyard. So they went one two in both medium and heavy uh, at the battle of the brickyard. So, uh, so, so yeah, that definitely Fagan going to be one to watch. Um, I, I thought he won, it wasn't in my list, but it, I thought he had won at the cup carts grand nationals, but I, I guess he did not. Um, Connor Lund, uh, rock Island grand prix winner. Yep. So, uh, good to see him and a long time CKNA racer as well. it will be pretty cool to see. Uh, and it was something we saw at rock Island is the, uh, the father son duo of Jeff and Riley yep. Scott racing together. 
Uh, I believe they had a one-two finish one year at the Rock Island Grand Prix. So we'll see if uh, you know Jeff race doubling up with CIK Heavy and Masters, while Riley is doing heavy and medium. So it'll uh, be cool to see them those two going at it. And then, as you said earlier, you know Adam Maxwell has been kind of on a tear with the Amax Racing Crew. Um, but again, a senior rookie. So, uh, we'll see how, how things shake out for him. I don't, and I don't think he raced at the event last year. So this is, I don't uh, think so. while he's been racing a lot of Briggs racing over the, uh, the last couple of years, this will be his first, uh, cup carts, North America, grand nationals. A couple other names to throw out there. Some masters drivers who are running here in the heavy class as well. You mentioned uh, Jeff Scott already. Uh, Dan Breitenstein from Miami Beach, Florida is coming up to run as well. Pistol Pete Vetter. Uh, will be there as well. The driver to St. Louis uh, is going to come and run. So again, a couple of drivers who run a Masters, David, getting some more seat time running here in the heavy class as well. Yeah, something we expected. Uh, not as many as I noticed um, that uh, that will be doing double dip. But you know, some of us old guys, you know, we can't we can't do two classes at one time. <laughs> I know me and you can. Me and you can handle it. But heck uh, yeah, we can. I'll do that. We, uh, we decided we decided to focus on one, but one one uh, one cool uh, entry yeah. in the uh, CIK heavy category. Uh, Sean Kennedy from Margay Racing. You typically see him uh, at all the Ignite ah. races. Going to be uh, a new Grand Rapids, Michigan resident. He actually moved up to uh, to Grand Rapids uh, in the last couple of weeks. What? Uh, so a neighbor now. Yes, a wow. Grand Rapids neighbor. I'll, I'm going to talk to him a little bit more about it when we get down there. But uh, nice. Uh, it would be cool to see Sean Kennedy with uh, with the helmet on and and wrenching away instead of making sure all the Ignite customers are are good with uh, what they're doing. Because again, no Ignite, so Kennedy's out to uh, to come racing. So it's pretty. That's awesome. Cool to see him racing. Obviously, Sean, uh, kind of the quarterback of the social media program over at Margay as well. They've done such a great job marketing and branding that program over the last number of years. Uh, all right, Cole, let's do move into CIK Masters. This is our category. Uh, 39 drivers in total, uh, but to 24 drivers who did not race in 2019's event. That's uh, that's a that's a pretty wild turnover in terms of you know, 15 returnees, 24 new. It's a bit of a surprise to me. It's a, yeah, some of them just didn't race last year, but had been uh, previous racers over 2017 or 2018. I didn't go into that much debt uh, data uh, review, but uh, yeah, looking at I put in results for the entries from last year and, and saw that total. So again, some of these drivers may not have any experience on the racetrack itself on this layout. So that'll be something to watch. But again, I think when you talk about 24 of the drivers that didn't race last year, there's a number of them that are just standouts and super studs in, uh, in, in racing. But one of them not returning is uh, defending race winner, Nick Tucker. Yeah. Uh, Tucker will be there, but will be focused on the 20 or more drivers he has under the uh, the Team Nitro Kart tent. Uh, a number of drivers there racing with Team Nitro Kart. Uh, so he's decided to uh, to hang up the helmet. Obviously, he's been focused on the uh, the uh, dirt stuff that he's been doing in on the along, up and along the East Coast. But uh, That's it. Let's uh, so another draw, another title or another defending winner not uh, not coming back. Other drivers in the top uh, 10 from last year, Jerry Miller finished in the sixth spot. Dan Breitenstein, as I already mentioned, uh, one of the top drivers of the Margie Ignite program when we were at the Scusa Winter Series, also a top, just bottom line, one of the probably one of the finest 206 drivers uh, down in Florida, went a lot of races. Uh, he finished 10th last year. Uh, former winners as well, Michael Welsh and Grant Zimmerman in the field. Uh, but uh, David, just, just a, a, a stacked group of standout drivers as well. 
Well, the one that really stood out to me was Brandon Adkins. I mean, I think this is I think this is his first official race as a Masters driver because he's he's always raced senior. He did the uh, Scusa Pro Tour in K100 senior all weekend long. Uh, I have not yet seen him race a Masters category, so this will be uh, this will be the first time I got to. I got to be on the track at the same time with him at Battle of the Brickyard in Yamaha. He was in senior. I was in masters, but uh, this will be the first time going head to head with Brandon. And it's crazy because I remember watching him in the early 2000s, uh, did spec racer class. At, at, I was uh, going to say, uh, he, he won the championship. Karting. Yep, yeah, yep. right. And then, the spec, uh, you know. He called it spec racer. I forgot. It was the spec yeah. racer category. Right, it was yeah. a spec it was engine. Kind of- it was kind of like tag senior, but it became the spec racer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, well, they didn't want, you know, they didn't actually want to use the tag name, I think is what it was. I think there was, you know, it was a little bit of that. But yeah, son so, of a legendary driver, Kyle Atkins. So it would be cool yeah. to race against him. So you got Brandon Atkins. You got Chris Cirillo, uh, Michael Dittmer. Dittmer, of course, again, one of the legends from the Rock Island Grand Prix. Uh, Steve Kilsdonk, always a, a front runner in four cycle racing. Battle the Brickyard race winner, I believe, as well. Um, Jeff Scott, uh, champ uh, in 2020, this year's ch- CKNA Champions Cup champion in the class, in the Masters class. You got Pete Vetter, again, legendary driver, Pistol Pete. Uh, I got a couple of locals, Dave, and, and Chuck Maitland and Jeff Hill. Uh, there's a lot of, there's even more drivers in this group. We should probably throw some names out, but just the ones I, I, I rattled off there. That's a, that's a top 10 at any national event. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dittmer, I got to race with him at Brickyard in the Yamaha category. So yeah. uh, it'll be cool to see him coming over to do uh, the Masters category at the Grand Nationals. Killstoink was actually the pole sitter last year. That's one one guy that I think everybody's going to be watching. Uh, Killstoink was the pole setter, essentially was a walk well, away from everybody yeah. all, all weekend long. And then it rained uh, right before our main event, and he decided not to drive. So, well, because uh, he would melt, right? Apparently, apparently, he'll melt if it rains. Yes, yes. So, and <laughs> thankfully, we see a forecast of rain on Sunday. So maybe he just won't even show up at all. I don't know. That's but, yeah, uh, that's true. yeah I, I'm throwing out the trash talk now already because <laughs> of course you you're are. not a racer if you don't race in the rain, right? Come on. His uh, uh, on the side of his name is a DNS. Did not start. Did not. Did start. not. Did DNMA. Did not man up. <laughs> we can say that because he's a master's driver and we're a master's that's driver. true yeah yeah uh, and you and you and i could take him out back and beat him beat him behind right. the woodshed too right exactly for sure yeah. <laughs> we could probably out drink him too <laughs> he was beating me loud <laughs> i think that and that, speaking of out drinking i think uh i think there's like gonna be a uh eating contest between jeff hill and chuck maitland when you talk about the locals those guys are uh they're the them and the MGM crew are all working up some kind of party Saturday night. So <laughs> be careful like when you're walking around the paddock Saturday night. Uh, if you, if you see Chuck or Jeff, you just, just be careful. You don't, you don't, who knows what's going to be uh, brewing. <laughs> let me throw night. another, let me throw another name out there. Uh, his son's running in yes. the, uh, yes. yeah. I'm going to James Perkins uh, from St. Petersburg, Florida. James, another veteran driver has been around a long time. He was actually running down at that Scusa winter series, Margag night challenge event down there. They were, uh, he was running with the kids, which I thought was awesome. He was out there battling it out with the kids. So I, I really think that, uh, that James could easily be in the hunt as well. If he gets comfortable and gets rolling, he could be definitely one to watch. I think as well. You haven't mentioned me at all. I dude, I, I was getting out. <laughs> that was my last call. <laughs> At a, at a Comstock Park, Michigan. That's right. 
in the number four CRG with uh, Marshall Martin on the wrenches, uh, number, David Cole. Number four in the books. Number yeah, one, number in, one your in your heart, right? <laughs> so David Cole, you're running in the Masters category. Uh, and again, back kind of a little bit of consistency. You're back with Marshall on the CRG again. Uh, I'm sure you and Jeffrey will be will be watching from from Italy to make sure you do all right uh, with the CRG Nordam banner. But uh, you ready to go? You excited? I got my hat. I got my CRG Nordam hat ready to go. Got uh, my CRG shirt, uh, and I got my rain gear because damn it, I was so excited about the rain last year for the main event. I know. We're almost up to third, and the chain came off. So yes, um, qualified eleventh in the dry. Had some. Some driver issues in the heat races, so uh, kind of cost me uh, good positions there. But uh, I'm ready to come back and uh, elbows up and uh, ready to go. May I suggest a chain guard on that thing so the chain doesn't fall off on you? Wow, really? We're gonna we're gonna well, you're gonna throw him under it's, you're gonna throw him under the bus, huh? It's a straight call. Your chain fell off. Come on, you gotta make. Uh, I think it was more than chain guard. I think the uh, other things happened, but uh, all right, yeah. Well, you ran out of talent at the same time, so that's about it. I'm looking forward to watching you, Dave. I'll be down in Houston. We'll be watching everything. Of course, uh, we'll be live on eCardi News on Saturday and Sunday, uh, potentially for qualifying as well. David will get that set up on, of course, the ECAN radio network with our live stream. Uh, there will, of course, then be the video, live video as well on Sunday. We'll still be streaming the live on our live program if you can't get the video wherever you are. But otherwise, there is live video coming on Sunday. You'll be able to watch all the action. Uh, from this year's Grand Nationals. Stay with us, folks. We've got, uh, what, three more categories to preview on this edition of the Outlap when we get back after this break. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton-focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, The Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? 
Welcome back to the EKN Outlap, episode 12, previewing the upcoming Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. Four, of course, happening this weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Almost 300 pre-entries coming in. You got to believe with a couple of walk-ups, we're going to be over that 300 mark. A new record for this event, which I believe will get to 350 next year if the Canadians are allowed to come down and do some racing. Because this race is obviously just starting to pick up more and more momentum. It's early in the in its in its uh, its lifespan, and this thing's going to get a lot bigger uh, in the next couple of years. David, let's jump in here again against Rob Howden here, but alongside David Cole. Dave will be trackside. He'll be racing as well in the Masters category, as we said right before he went to the break. David, 48 entries in the uh, Junior 206 class. I think this will be another tremendous battle as well. Yeah, finally, we have a returning champion coming back. Yeah. Uh, Logan Adams of uh, Greenfield, Indiana, nearby Newcastle Motorsports Park. And with the uh, Comet Kart Sales and Comet Racing Engines program, he is back. Uh, Logan had a pretty stellar drive in the uh, the junior main event last year. Uh, a little bit of rain came down to kind of shuffle the field up a little bit. But uh, Logan was able to stay on track and, and drive away to, uh, to uh, I think it was a seven-second victory. So uh, so Logan Adams is back to, uh, to become the... Uh, uh, to try and defend his crown, but uh, along with him, seven other, seven drivers total from the top ten of last year returning in the junior category. So that's pretty stellar yeah. for uh, yeah. for a junior category because typically you see a number of front runners graduating up, but this year, yeah, uh, seven drivers returning in the top ten, including uh, uh, James Overbeck finished third, Cameron Reed, uh, Violet uh, Townsend from uh, Ravana up near here. Uh, Danny Dazelski from Charlotte. Uh, we know Danny from uh, many, many of the national events throughout the country. Uh, Camden uh, Gruber finished eighth last year and Logan Pearl finished ninth. So a number of top contenders returning uh, for uh, for this year. A couple other standouts, of course. We always look at the drivers that do well in the Cup Carts North America series. Kale Zimmerman, the uh, uh, the champion this year in the program. He'll be in the program as well. Reed Sweeney and Austin Olds as well. We've seen Austin Olds work his way up through the ranks. He's running with Amax Racing, and uh, I expect Austin to be right in the middle of the fight as well, Dave. Yeah, home track. So they know, yeah. uh, they know the Newcastle facility very well. So that's going to build up the confidence right away for the for the junior rookie. So I expect him to be among uh, one of the uh, the top uh, junior rookies that are going to be out on the field this year. Uh, let's move to sportsman. Forty five entries, and again a lot of transition in this one here. Nineteen drivers returning who were here last year. Twenty six drivers brand new to this race, Dave. And you talked about that new drivers coming in, and another returning champion, uh, Arrington Grimm, who won uh, back in two thousand seventeen back on the grid once again. Yeah, so a winner last year, winner in 2017, back to try and score a third. Uh, the 2017 year, though, however, we had two main events that year, so he was able to win one of them. Uh, I believe it was one of them. See, now i got to pull out the stat sheet again. But uh, <laughs> but it's, it's strange to see a sportsman driver be able to race four years. Typically, you see some drivers... Uh, move up a little bit early, but uh, but Ayrton was is uh, going to finish out his last year in Sportsman before moving up to uh, to the junior categories. But uh, yeah, won the uh, the opening round in 2017, and then came back to score a stellar victory uh, in 2019. So going for a trifecta uh, in the Sportsman category at the Grand Nationals uh, this weekend. 
Yeah, lots, uh, lots of drivers to battle out with him, though. He wants to get that third trophy on the case. Uh, ben Mayer uh, finished seventh last year. He's coming back. Jason No uh, finished uh, in ninth. Jace Petty finished tenth. So four drivers from the top ten last year. David Ray to battle it out. This is not going to be an easy run uh, for anybody, uh, let alone Arrington Grimm up, uh, you know, trying to trying to defend because uh, there's a just stack group of drivers standout drivers coming up some coming up from the from the kid cart categories and other drivers making their first starts here as well well as we talked about nick tucker not being able to not racing this year and having about almost 30 drivers i bet over half of them are in the sportsman division because wow. uh you look at some standouts such as uh caleb tarter brady shad who was a 2017 double kid cart winner uh jacob scheibel was the 2018 kid cart winner Spencer Conrad, Christopher McKeithen, uh, they've all, and, and Kate Jager, they're all, they, he's a, a 2020 Cup Cards North America Champions Cup champion. They're all on the Nitro Kart program. And then you talk about Parker DeLong, a Nitro yeah. Kart driver as well. Scoo's a Pro Tour champion coming in, uh, racing the, uh, the Grand Nationals for the first time. So uh, a lot of drivers that are going to be fighting for the top spot. Could be on nitro carts. Uh, a lot of drivers there, but uh, another driver to also watch, though, um, wrote the U.S. Rotex Grand Nationals uh, Micromax champion Isaac Malcutt. Uh, races at Newcastle a lot, so knows a lot, knows the track very well. Almost came out with a Scusa Pro Tour victory in the micro swift category. So, uh, so a number of drivers in that sportsman division going to be going after Grimm and, and stopping him from trying to, uh, to get that trifecta. Well, I'll tell you, Isaac Malkett on the Cart Republic is going to be looking around and seeing nothing but nitro carts around him for sure. <laughs> well, and again, it's nothing, of, nothing new to him. Yeah. He he no. raced, I believe it was Cade Jagger, uh, for or no, it was Caleb Tarter that uh, the two came together at, uh, yeah. at Newcastle in the final corners for a Pro Tour victory. So he's used to racing these guys. He just raced Keelan Harvick uh, at the uh, U.S. Rotex Grand Nationals, who's racing on a nitro cart. So. It's nothing new for for Isaac racing it up against the uh, the nitro carts, but that's a great thing about the sportsman division. A lot of number of drivers on different categ- uh, different carts uh, that will be out there that uh, certainly have the ability to uh, to race up front. Uh, always good to see the kid carts run. They'll they'll run a little bit different racetrack. They don't run the entire circuit. Uh, they'll come through turn uh, since turn one, and instead of going right in turn two, they'll go left, come back over to the scoreboard corners. A little bit shorter of a racetrack. Eight drivers, David, set to go here in the Kidgart class. Only one returning driver, though, Summit Roster, finishing in the sixth position last year. Uh, seven new drivers to the program. Yeah, so we'll have, well, we had Brady Shad uh, score uh, both victories in 2017, Jacob Scheibel in 2018, last year's winner, Sawyer Chambers. But we're going to have a fourth different winner now for four years at the Grand Nationals in the kid cart category. So it'll be cool to watch that. Um, Keeping my eye on on a uh, Ecan favorite there, uh, Camden Clay. Um, he's a he's been uh, Ecan fan for a number of years now, uh, racing kid carts full time this year. So uh, he's been uh, he was uh, at Norway um, Concept Haulers Motor Speedway. They uh, his him and his family used to uh, to manage that facility. So when I went there for uh, the WK Cup uh, WK Manufacturers Cup Series, would see uh, Camden hanging out, and he would. I think he was three and he would just get on anything with wheels and go fast. So uh, it'll be <laughs> cool awesome. to see him. And again, it's last year, I think was the first year I was on track and, and heard these, these, uh, the Briggs and Stratton 206 kid cart engines. 
and they're just on the rev limiter the entire time around the racetrack. So it's really cool, really cool to watch these kids go at it. So, David, let's wrap things up here now. Of course, as we know, uh, you're going to be down there leaving Thursday, I believe. You'll be on track on on Friday uh, to get practice underway. Looking forward to seeing how things grow up quickly. But uh, give us uh, what are we doing for for the uh, the live program? Is it uh, which which channel are we going to be on for CKNA? We're going to be on channel two. We're going to be on EKN or ecardingnews.com back, backslash live and the number two. So that is going to be uh, where we'll be streaming our live audio from. Uh, probably mostly Saturday and then Sunday. Not sure. You know, it obviously depends on how things go uh, Friday if we're able to uh, to get going and uh, be able to provide that. But uh, again, I was just. I just contacted Mike Adams. I'm wondering, making sh- wondering where they're going to be announcing from. And so, uh, trying to set that stuff up already so that we were ready to go when we get there. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, EK, slash live and the number two. So there it is. Be it. Uh, of course, David will be working hard on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram throughout the weekend as well. Uh, seeing as he's racing, you're not going to get the the regular, uh, you know, session by session. Cause he's going to be focusing on his own race. Yeah. But they'll, yeah. Right. Yeah. We won't, we won't be doing session by session until the main events, uh, depending on, again, depending on the detailed schedule. If, uh, if we're first up, I'll be able to, uh, to get on track right away after we're done. But, uh, again, it all depended on schedule, but we'll, we'll be providing, uh, we'll be, we'll be going the great thing Friday and Saturday. We'll be going around. We'll be able to do some videos, maybe some, some, just some regular photos. Uh, nice. but you'll be able to follow everything at the hashtags, uh, we'll have hashtag ECAN at CKNA. We'll have hashtag CKNAGN4. And we'll have, uh, you know, uh, more, you know, lots of lots of different updates throughout the weekend. That's it. Well, folks, there you have it. That's a little look into this weekend's Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals 4, fourth edition of this amazing event. And again, almost up to 300 entries uh, at the uh, at the the lockdown when uh, when, regist- when pre registration was for us wrapped up. There's going to be guys coming in uh, trackside to do uh, you know trackside entries. Uh, so this good possibility that we're going to go over 300. And then just to think about the number of racers are just on the north side of the border. We're, we're dying and waiting to come down to this race. But of course, with the border still being closed, like it potentially will be through to the end of the year, we'll cross our fingers that things will get dialed in. And those Canadian racers are able to come down and join their U.S. brethren uh, when we get back at this in October of 2021. Otherwise, uh, listen, folks, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the coverage, of course, on eCarding News. Uh, also enjoy the live video on Sunday of the main events. We hope you enjoy everything. This is a tremendous race for this sport. David Cole, uh, you're getting ready to go racing as well. It'll be your, it'll be your, your last race of the year, but man, hope you have a good one as well. Hey, the year's not over yet. We'll see, but, uh, that's true. No. That's true. I'm going to, I'm going to try to sneak into something in California if I can. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see, see. What, what happens, but, uh, really looking forward to it. And again, the largest, uh, Briggs and Stratton 206 race in the country and the world. So excited to be part of it. Yeah, big thank you to Briggs and Stratton. They are going to be our presenting sponsor of our coverage throughout the weekend. So thank you to the good folks at Briggs. And of course, this is their race, right? This is the big race for Briggs and Stratton. The 206, as we've said from the last many years, pressing the reset button. And as we see clubs, series, and events like this grow, it all comes back to the beauty of the 206 and what it's done for our sport, keeping those costs down with the engines, 
parody and allowing people to get back to what, what the sport's all about. It's about having a lot of fun. That's why we use the hashtag Operation Grassroots. It's all about grassroots motorsports, the bottom of the podium, our bottom of the pyramid, where people get to race for fun. We hope you guys do have some fun down at the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. We wish the best to David Cole and everybody else who's going to be racing at Newcastle Motorsports Park this weekend. That's it, folks. We're done here with this particular edition of the Outlap. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.